what's up, everybody? Welcome to the X Button Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan, and uh, welcome to the X Button Podcast. And if you didn't know, I'm your host, Jordan, and also, um, I really want to get to this first. Welcome to the X Button Podcast. I hope everybody's having a good Wednesday. Today is the 21st, and it's been a banger. It's been a banger of a podcast lately, huh? You know, you got the Loki review, almost two hours long. I mean, my name's Joe, but not Joe Rogan. Like, what's going on there? I'm not Joe Rogan. That's not me. But I'm over here doing two-hour podcast, so it's whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I'm on a different energy today. Uh, but yeah, we did a Loki review yesterday, which if you missed it, it is a hour and 40, 40 minutes long. Uh, and we dive deep. We go episode by episode. And we talk about how the characters were reacting. You know, we dive deep into that motherfucking show. And I would love to do another show like that, honestly. Because, like, it was nice and short, first of all. So we can go episode by episode and kind of feel like, um, you know, this is kind of for the people who have watched all six episodes. So it was, you know, a nice pack. And it seems like a lot of people will listen to it, so that's good. Um, but we had, like, a little skit at the beginning and everything. I, I had a lot of fun doing that. You know, Groob was in the house. Shout out to Groob. Shout out to Jay. You know, Jay from uh, the Hi, I'm Jay podcast. You know what I'm saying? We we were, uh, yeah, we were cooking yesterday. And I'm I'm happy about it. I'm very happy how it came out. Uh, I missed the show already. I wish, I wish it came back or I wish season two would hurry up and come out. And, uh, yeah, I don't know what else to, like, review, you know? Like, I'm current. I guess I could, I guess I could do whatever I want. So... Uh, I don't know if anyone here is into anime, but I'm currently watching Demon Slayer, and uh, it's dope. I love it. I'm on episode eight, I think, and it's banging, man. It's I didn't realize like the the animation was so great on that show. Like I, I first of all, I kept thinking Demon Slayer was this old show from like the '90s, which it might be because I heard this is like a I don't know what this is, but this is like. It's out now on Netflix, and it says it came out in 2019, so whatever. I don't, you know, I guess it's 2019. I guess it's not that old. Uh, but for some reason in my head, I just kept thinking, yeah, that's an old-ass show. So correct me if I'm wrong on that. But, yeah, I've been enjoying the shit out of that. The animation's so great. Like, it actually looks nice and crisp. There's no weird wonky effects. Um, it goes 3D sometimes, or I guess, like, it simulates 3D, and I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? It it is it's amazing and then the story is great man like I, I love the characters i don't know any other names so don't ask me but they're all interesting like the main character he's trying to become a demon slayer you know for unforeseen circumstances kind of forces him to do so and then you know you got his sister which is she's she's very interesting as a character i, I like her a lot and uh she doesn't really talk much and it's it's still great you know i don't i don't know how else to put it and then, I, like, all the other characters you run into in that show, it's, like, it's special. And I can't wait to continue it. I might do a little review on that when I get done with it. Uh, I'm not sure if anyone's interested in that. Feel free to let me know. But I can also review other stuff, too, like, uh, you know, previous movies we've been watching. I mean, we, we review usually anything new that comes through, like Black Widow, Loki. Uh, I mean, we, we reviewed all kinds of stuff. Games, obviously, because um, it's a gaming podcast. I would review Fast 9 if I wanted to kill my audience. If I wanted to straight up make this podcast tank to the ground, I could do an in-depth review on why Vin Diesel 
is the strongest superhero in the MCU. I can talk about how he is the strongest Saiyan of the Saiyan race. I can tell you how, you know, his superpower is family. And God damn it, does he flex that family muscle every movie. I could talk about that and just make this podcast go into the ground. But I'm not going to talk about it. And if that made it sound like I liked that movie at all, don't get it twisted. I did not at all. That movie is atrocious. Vin Diesel fights 30 dudes on a fucking bridge and makes it out alive. So I'm like, hey, uh, hey, uh, I'm ready for the 10 o'clock clock out of this fucking movie. You know what I'm saying? I, I was I was out of it. That that movie, <laughs> maybe maybe I can talk about it. Oh yeah, let's do a quick let's do a quick Fast Nine review. You ready for this? And I'm gonna put it in the title too. Fast Nine. And I said this to my friends too, so they probably already hear and they're gonna eye roll when they hear it. But Fast Nine. Here's my review. Quick and simple. Here it goes. I never thought I'd find a movie. That makes me want to watch Transformers Bumblebee so bad. And not watch this movie. You know what I'm saying? Like I never thought. Like you know when you're watching a movie. You're like damn. I would rather be watching paint dry. Or damn. I really wish I was waiting in line at the DMV. Or damn. I wish I was getting stopped in traffic by a cop. And he's giving me a speeding ticket. I would rather have any of these things. Than sit here and watch this two hour long. I think it's even longer. In two hours, two hour long movie of the most ridiculous shit. And the way I put it to my friends as well is that, yes, you can look at Marvel and go, oh yeah, it's a purple alien and they're talking to a bleep blorp, a bleep blop, and da 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 da. Obviously, it's fake. Why can't you suspend your disbelief for this movie? You want to know why? Because Marvel didn't start off saying there's no superheroes in this movie. Like they didn't, they didn't simulate and imply that they're in a uh, I don't know, real world where Fast and Furious for the first, I'd argue three movies, maybe even four. I didn't, I don't remember the fourth one that much, but arguably for the first three at least, they were definitely in the realm of reality. They were just drifting on the roads. You know, people were getting shot. They were scared. You know, stuff like that. Cops were chasing all this stuff, uh, and that was like the basis of the movie. First of all. For the people that are like, well, it's Fast 9. What do you think they're going to do differently? Well, uh, I, I think what they could have done differently is not made Fast 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, or 4. 3 was a perfect sign that was like, this is okay, but it's not the first two. And uh, as time went on, I actually ended up liking the third one a lot more than some of the first ones, actually. Um, but yeah, I, I'm pretty sure most people were like, this is not as good as the first two. So why the fuck are you still making these? And then four came around. You're like, okay, whatever. And then five comes around. And I think that's the one where Vin Diesel is driving on the highway. Uh, His girl's on the opposite side. She gets thrown over to his side of the highway. He crashes his car, catches her midair, and lands on his back on somebody's car. I don't even know which car it was. And, uh, yeah, it is. I'm like... Uh, not to there's there's a laundry list of things that they've just done and obviously i i even went in was like i just want to uh, i want to go numb and just like watch a shitty action movie and just like you know let let 
let the entertainment take the wheel, if you will. And uh, Fast and the Furious takes the wheel, goes 500 miles per hour, and then crashes into a wall. And that's pretty much what what happens. So don't let it take the wheel sometimes, you know? For instance, on the flip side of that, I let Space Jam take the wheel. I let Black Widow take the wheel because I went into both those movies kind of hesitant. And they were both, like, Black Widow I enjoyed. Space Jam, not so much. And, I mean, you know, you haven't heard me talk about Fast 9 at all on this podcast, and that's for a reason. I wanted to walk out. I would have walked out if any of my friends, if I wasn't there with a couple of my friends. Like, we had, like, four or five people with us, so I didn't want to, I wouldn't just walk out. But if it was just me and, like, one other person or two other people... I would have been like, y'all just want to go and like get lunch or something or dinner or like another movie or go home and watch some Netflix or something. Anything would be better than sitting and watching that movie. I absolutely despised it. Uh, There's also a scene, like I said, where Vin Diesel is on a bridge and like 30 dudes drop in front of him. And he seriously like puts his dukes up like he's about to do something. And he gets bodied at first. And by bodied, I mean he just puts his arms up and everybody's kicking him. And he looks totally fine. He literally, he literally, he literally, while he's blocking, he has his arms up. And, you know, he's blocking all these attacks. And then you can see his head just like looking up at something. He's like looking at his girlfriend that is like in this cell or something. And he's just like looks unfazed at all. But all these people are kicking him. I'm just like, you're not even acting at this point. You're not even fucking acting at this point. Not to mention there's a scene in the Fast series where fucking... I think it was the movie before this. Where The Rock holds a helicopter by a chain. And now I'm like, let's go back to the days. Like, alright, so... you You would go fucking bonkers if you watched the first movie and made it to the end. Like, if you watched Fast 1 to Fast 9, you're like, what the fuck happened? It's seriously... It's seriously like having a like a picture watching a movie and the movie is totally real, you know, in the in the realm of reality until the end and then a fucking alien shows up and he's like, oh, "What's up? I've been here the whole time." Blah, 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 blah. And then like, you know, it, it's I don't know. Fuck fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it, fuck it, bucket. Yeah, Fast 9 is one of the worst movies I've ever seen and please don't go watch it. That is your review. I actually stretched that out a little long, which I didn't want to. I didn't want to bore anybody for the Fast 9 series because I said that it might push people away. And if it is, I apologize. But we're moving on from that. Uh, Loki's review is last episode. And we go way more in depth than I just did for Fast 9. So go check that out. Also, the episode before that, I talk about Space Jam, A New Legacy. Uh, Spoiler, I didn't care for it a lot. You know, it's whatever. And then, you know, I talk about Skyward Sword. The episode before that, I talk about um, wanting to beat Jay's ass, who's my brother. Uh, we play fighting games, and we both get heated when we play. The episode before that, Black Widow Review. Episode before that, uh, we're talking about MCU and Ghost Tokyo's delay. So, yeah, there's this podcast, we got some content. We're almost at 100 episodes. This is the 87th episode. 87. That is fucking insane. Like, I, I cannot believe we made it this far. And, you know, I would say majority, I mean, there's like a couple 15 minute episodes, but there's a lot of episodes that are over 30 minutes. A bunch of them are. So like, this is, 
this is crazy. You know, this is a, this is a lot of content. If you ever want to go back to the first episode, and uh, I wish it was like that kind of experience where, um, <laughs> like you start something in like the nineties, and then I mean I don't know what it would be if you're my age, but let's say you start something in the nineties or whatever a long time ago, and then you're still doing it to today, and you look back at the first one, and the mic's like. <laughs> Welcome to the X Button Podcast. Welcome to the X Button Podcast. Talking about uh, Super Mario World and uh, shit like that. Um, but if yeah, if you just listen to the first episode of this podcast, it sounds almost the same. I had different mics at the time, I think. Uh, actually, no, I had I had one of these mics. I had a Yeti, and then now I have two of these mics and a Yeti. So it's almost the same setup pretty much, but you know, the quality is the same. I love some of the, some of the episodes we've done. Like I love the one where we got to do script reading. I might want to do that again, actually with Jay, now that we're like a little bit more and there's more people listening. Uh, that was actually really fun. Uh, we did an episode called off topic where we got to explore everything. And, uh, you know, that those are always fun. Like all those episodes are just like, cause you know, gaming is, a roller coaster there's news some days and news and then like no news for like a week you know so you kind of have to like come up with different things so we've explored a ton of things like what would we do if we were to make a a pokemon ultimate or you know um and then like i wanted to do like a, a dark souls ultimate and just like it's kind of that's kind of like a series where uh, you know, as fans, we want certain games to be made, but obviously money and timing and, you know, development and whatever kind of stops it. So we come up with our own idea and like, Hey, all you got to do is take this blueprint and go make it. Obviously no dev would ever make our idea. However, um, it's just fun. It's fun to talk about. It's fun to speculate. And, uh, we did it. I feel like we did it a couple times. I got to look through 87 episodes of fucking find it. You know what I'm saying? And obviously we covered E3. E3 is a big deal. Um, that interactivity was definitely um, pretty high on those episodes. You know, we shouted out Pride. We had, uh, what else? You know, all these games. So many games came out. Oh, man. Um, anyways, enough reflecting on the past. I I know this, like, this episode is all over the place. I talked about Fast 9 for too long. And also, uh, been talking about my own podcast for too long. So let's get back into the content. The Jackass Forever trailer was dropped today, and uh, looks good. It, you know, one thing I was kind of speculative about this this movie is that they, you know, a lot of these sequels, especially after not doing it for a while, they like to harp on the same jokes, you know. And it seems like they're kind of doing that with like that Danger Aaron bit at the end of the trailer. But um, overall, it looks it looks interesting. You know, it's always fun when they come out with something. It says it comes out October twenty second, and. Uh, I think the biggest thing with like Jackass and I think it's something that you probably shouldn't miss is if you're in a Jackass, if you're not in a Jackass, it's like, unless you're like repulsed and don't, you're definitely not into it, whatever, that's fine. But, uh, if you're just like slightly interested, you don't care. I highly recommend going with some friends and watching it day one in theaters or not day one, you know, week one in theaters, um, just to have that full audience in there reacting with you. It's a different experience. Kind of like, when I went to go watch Black Widow, when I saw Endgame in theaters, it was like everybody was crying at the same time, laughing at the same time. It was an energy in the room. So it's it's, it's different when you're watching stuff. So like that, when like gross shit happens or something funny happens, it, it's amplified because you're just in a room 
with a bunch of people who enjoy that same silly shit. So uh, don't miss out on this in theaters because once it comes out on DVD, it's different, you know? It's, yeah, you're watching shit, but you're just watching YouTube videos at that point. So, um, and it kind of, not like it's a bad thing, but it just, it's not the same experience that you might get out of it in the theater. And, you know, October 22nd is, um, you know, three months away and I don't know. It's, it's you know, I, I highly recommend people go see that in theaters. I just think that that's going to be fun and interesting. Uh, you know, there's a couple more Marvel movies coming out this fucking year that you might want to go hit the theater for. And I understand if you don't want to spend the money on, but I think uh, Jackass Forever, or at least it's said in the trailer that it's only in theaters, so uh, no word of it being on any streaming platform. So you have to go to theaters to watch it at the beginning. But um, like I said, it's 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 one of those weird experiences. Like I remember watching Jackass three and two in theaters, and uh, it just hits different, weird, very weird. It's like going to the circus, you know? It's weird. And then versus watching the circus on YouTube, it's different. Uh, I talked about the Loki review. I've been playing Death's Door. So Death's Door came out uh, yesterday and it is a, I really need to figure out how the camera is set up for this game. It's kind of like Hades or Transistor or any of the super giant games. The camera is like that style where the map is like diagonal and you're walking around this open space talking to interesting characters, uh, and it's about you being a crow who's basically a, a a reaper, you know, you you go kill or you go take souls or whatever. And you're kind of like an assassin and they basically say while you're in that realm and you're taking souls, you get older as you die, which I, I don't know if that's like a straight up Sifu um, mechanic, which is that's the upcoming game where if you die, you get older. I don't know if it's like legit like that or it's just you die and you die. It is what it is in this game, but... Um, it's interesting so far. It's like you're, you're part of this committee. You're literally like in this like weird, uh, you know, underground office and they're, they're this other crow's like, Hey, you have a soul to go get. And this is just the beginning. This is just how it starts. So, um, he's like, Hey, you have a soul to go get, you go get the soul. And then right when you get the soul and it's like basically a boss battle, um, someone pops up and takes it from you. And that becomes like the main theme of the game is you have to go find out who took that soul from you. Cause I believe you're. I mean, you can go back to the, the realm where the office is and stuff, but they don't really specify, you know, what are the consequences of... I mean, they might have said it, but I, I probably wouldn't pay attention. But um, all in all, the art is great. I think the gameplay is fun. Uh, the only concern I have so far at the beginning is I wonder if the gameplay is going to diversify a little bit because it's, so far it's literally just hit square to slash, hold right trigger to do a heavy attack, so it's light attack, heavy attack. You have the dodge and... I believe that's it so far. Oh, yeah, the bow. So you have... It's basically Dark Souls controls. Not not really, you know, Dark Souls mechanics or any game mechanics. A lot of Horizon Zero Dawn mechanics, whatever. Um, but, yeah, you basically have those, you know, roll to dodge out of the way. You have the arrow to hit things far away. You have the square to do light attack and R2 to do a heavy attack. So, um, And then, like, right where I stopped playing, I had met this guy. Uh, I forgot his name. He's on the cover of the game though he has like a little block or i think he has a tombstone on his head and uh he can't die or he he makes it sound like you can kill him but you have to be strong enough so it's implied that once you get to a certain level in the game or you know a certain level you can kill him and it's untold what what you get from it but um it's pretty cool because he's just like hit me with an attack i'm ready to go and then you hit him he's like all right that didn't work 
do a heavy attack. He's like, all right. And he's like, all right, roll towards me and attack. And you'll do this like different attack, a dash attack. And he's like, all right, that didn't work. So he's just like, maybe when you get strong enough, you can try to come back and take me out. But, you know, as of now, it's, it's not working. So I'm just going to help you out. And um, obviously the writing is more clever than how I just said it. But um, it seems like the characters are really interesting. And that boss battle that I had run into at the beginning, which is kind of semi-tutorial-like, uh, it was very interesting. I actually enjoyed it a lot. And I think, I think Death's Door, like at first I was hesitant because, um, this kind of goes back to one of the things I wanted to talk about in a future episode it might be tomorrow's episode. If we have nothing to get to the is game pass kind of killing games, you know, killing the purchasing of certain games, like indie games that aren't on game pass, uh, full price games that aren't on game pass, things like that. Like, would Xbox players buy those games when they know they're getting a free game in a week or two from Game Pass, you know? So, like, for for example, The Ascent is coming out in a few weeks, and that's a Game Pass game. So a lot of people who have Xboxes can easily go, I'm not buying Death's Door. I have Ascent in a couple weeks. I'll be good. So, you know, it is what it is. But, like, this game was, I think it's $20. Uh, if you pre-ordered it like I did, you get $2 off, which it's out now, so you can't do it anymore. It might still be on sale, but, you know. Um, but all in all, it's like 20 bucks. And at first I was like, yeah, I'm kind of of the mind of like, why spend $20 on this when I will be getting a cent in a couple weeks and it's going to be free, uh, per game pass. And I don't regret it. Like I, this game is dope. Like it's really interesting. It's really unique. I kind of wish it was on PlayStation so I can get them trophies, but, um, it's fine. It's only on Xbox and PC. So if you have either of those systems, Xbox One too, as well. If you like, if you if you don't have a Series X or S, uh, and a P, you know PC, whatever, you it's on these systems. So go check it out, one hundred percent. Like my my impressions on it so far are very high. I just want to see if the later game has some like diverse move sets, or if it goes into like customizing uh, pretty well. I know they have some type of um, you can like level up certain things like the bow. And you can level up the, you know, your attack, your roll, your speed or whatever. Stuff like that with these gems you pick up. I just don't know how deep that's going to go because it doesn't seem like it's it's going that, like, it's going to be that expansive. But I would imagine, because this in, in this day and age, like, most games come out with a bunch of extra shit and a bunch of extra skill trees and stuff. So I, I wouldn't imagine that this game would come out and not... It's kind of like the modern thing to do is what I'm getting at. So, like, it's... It's kind of weird that it wouldn't, you know? So, uh, I think this game's only going to get better and better. And such a unique game, man. I want to shout out the studio who actually is, uh, who created this. Because it is fucking phenomenal. Uh, yeah, so it's currently sixteen ninety nine. Damn, it's cheaper than when I fucking bought it. Oh, no, it's not. Okay, it's still $2 off, or $3 off. So, uh, it says it's going to be $3 off for 7 well... So by the time you're listening to this, it's not going to be three dollars off. It says that ends at the uh, basically by the end of this recording. So sorry, uh, but you know it's made by Acid Acid Nerve is the developer, and Devolver Digital published it, which I can definitely see why Devolver Digital de- like published it because they really like to back games like this that are very much uh, indie games that are unique and colorful and creative and solid. You know they they definitely they definitely publish a lot of those games. I mean, if you look at uh, the own ga- their own games that they make, like, you know, My Name is Pedro, fucking Hotline Miami, stuff like that. Like, it's all... 
they're solid games. They're solid indie games that you can definitely get your money's worth. And it being $20 is a great value because certain games like this uh, sometimes come out and they're like 30 you know, or like overpriced. 25 even is a little rough. But $20 isn't bad. And for what you're getting for it, I mean, this game is unique. And this goes back to what I always say now at this point because I've said it in multiple podcasts at this time. Uh, the game needs a a world to be in. It needs to have a theme. It needs to have a heart. And it seems like this game definitely has a lot of character. All the characters are unique. It seems like um, they don't harp too much on the story. They're literally like, just go go experience the world. And you're walking around these beautiful 60 frames. You're seeing like every frame of the 60 frames walking through these like really detailed levels and the boss designs are pro- like really sick and like uh, I think the first one's kind of like a tentacle monster thing. Like it's it's dope, man. Very unique, very uh, interesting. Uh, let me see if it says anything else. And uh, not to mention that this is optimized for Series X and Series S, which means that it is virtually a next gen game. You know, so that's cool. Uh, speaking of which, and as we move on from Death Door, go check it out. Death Door, it's twenty bucks. Uh, I'll definitely be talking about it more as I get further into that game. I want to beat it before before the Ascent, at least. I definitely want to beat it before the Ascent. And that's probably what I'll do today is just go through and uh, try to like knock out some progress on that game. So we'll see how that goes. I'll definitely check back in with you guys whenever I get further. Another thing I wanted to talk about that I didn't realize until Adrian, our, uh, our friend of the podcast, kind of told me and was like, did you know Psychonauts 2 is coming out on PlayStation? And I was like, oh, that's interesting. I love PlayStation. Where can I get it? And then he mentions that this game is being obviously upgraded and uh, is going to be a Series X, Series S game, upgraded, all the bells and whistles. And for the PS5, it is a PS4 backwards compatible game. And I think that's fucking shady as shit. I mean... Only because, only because of this, and I, I'm not trying to be like a, a PlayStation stand, which I know, you know, a lot of people in the pod are. I, uh, I mostly am. But one thing I don't respect is how Microsoft is preaching this shit, and it's different with like Sony and Microsoft because they're they're coming at it very differently. Sony's very fuck you. I have my exclusives. We're making money over here. Xbox has been preaching, oh, we're we're for the gamers. It's going to be available everywhere, da-da-da-da-da. And then when, like, the big games came out, or the big games were announced that, like, Starfield was going to be exclusive and all this, and people gave them backlash, they basically came out and said, yeah, this is going to be available everywhere that, you know, Xbox, or Xbox has all these things, like, you know, Cloud, uh, Series S, Series X, One, uh, PCs. They're, they're like, these games are going to be available on everything, and we're not trying to take it away from gamers, da-da-da. And I'm just like, why, like, why would you sabotage, this This feels like you're sabotaging the game a bit. And I know, I know this is, like, exaggerated a bit, because it's just, you know, it's not that big of a deal in the long run, but to have a upgraded Series X version of this game and not a PS5 version, for what, an Edge on Psychonauts? Like... That just that sounds dumb. that sounds dumb. Like make a PS5 version and get you know get the extra money if you're developing it or one of your companies are develop, developing it. Like that whole concept is stupid. And 
and it's not just obviously I want it. I'm not trying to be like a bitter gamer or whatever, but it's stupid in the fact that, um, like we, like I said, you're kind of like, you're literally going, hey, here's a game that I'm releasing on PlayStation, but we're gonna only release the weak PS4 old version and make the Xbox version brand new. It's like, why would you do that with one of your premier games? If it's going to be cross-plat, what does it hurt to make a PS5 version? Which, most of the time, PS5 versions are just fast-loading haptic uh, feedback and adaptive triggers. So, what's so hard about doing that? I just think it's a little bullshit, to be honest. It's totally, totally crappy on on Microsoft's half behalf. And, and like, if you're wondering what... Like the performance is comparative. Let's see. So the PS4 is 1080, 30 frames, no HDR, no uh, VRR, which is variable refresh rate. Um, and then PS4 is 1440, 30 frames. PS5, which is backwards compatible PS4 game, it's 1440, 60 frames. So you're paying for a lesser. Like that's the thing. You're if you compare that to the Series X version. You're paying for a lesser version already. So it's 1440 max resolution. No HDR, no VRR. So that's that, all right? If you compare it to Series X, it's doing uh, 2160, which is 4K, 60 frames, and a 120 frame option with HDR, with variable refresh rate. And uh, if you do 120 frames, it's 1440p, which is obviously... Um, but how how much how bullshit is that? Like the PS5 version, literally all it does is you get 1440, yeah, but you can get 1440 on a PS4 Pro. Granted, it's 30 frames instead of 60. PS5 just unlocks 60 frames. So like my main point is like you're taking away some of the sales at that point. If people notice this, I I haven't heard too much about this being such a big deal. Um, but it's you know it just sounds it sounds very shady and very. Very kind of like fuck you to the the players. If you're like if you're gonna release this on PlayStation, just make a PS5 version. Uh, add the bells and whistles because it's only gonna benefit you if the game's great and sells well. The money's going to whoever the fuck made it, which is double fine. And Xbox. So I don't know. It's just bullshit. And I think uh, and I'm 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 being like non-biased here. Like if if PlayStation did the same thing it'd be just as much bullshit to be honest like i think that would be so fucking stupid and honestly to be honest i know like PlayStation is and this might be my bias coming out i don't know but it, i know PlayStation is definitely a very competitive game or you know game company whatever cuz you know they you know they're very against like crossplay and the sales on different consoles and they're very much like aware of their dominance so I can definitely see them going, yeah, fuck Xbox, da, da, da. But, like, for example, I couldn't imagine, and this is this is a, I'd say it's a fair comparison because, obviously, in this situation, PlayStation would have a more AAA game compared comparatively, but um, Double Fine is still a first-party game, and it's doing this bullshit where it's weaker on PlayStation. Obviously, that must be a... Um, a deal that happened before it got acquired or something. I don't know. Uh, or they just decided to make it like that, whatever. Basically what I'm saying, I, I'd imagine if they released Ghost of Tsushima on Xbox, they wouldn't go, let's make it shit. 
let's make it a two bit game instead of the big nice one they're they're putting on PlayStation. Why would you? You're like defaming your own game at that point. Just don't release it on PlayStation if that if it's going to be like that, you know, big of a thing for you to to make it so different. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't, I'm not on word or how to word it, but uh, all in all, it's it's ridiculous. You know, I, I think Double Fine needs to come out with a PS5 version and call it a day. You know, let people enjoy it, and because like for instance, I'm exact. I'm I'm a prime example. I personally. I was gonna say fuck it and play this on Game Pass, and this is this might be why they did it. I guess it would make sense at this point because fuck it, why not? The world's so weird. Um, I was gonna get it on Game Pass, and then I heard it's coming to PlayStation. I was like, oh, I'm gonna get it on PlayStation now because it seems like a game I'd like to complete and maybe get a plat on. Uh, then this news comes out that it's not on PS5 and it's just a backwards compatible that unlocks the 60 frames. And I'm not like, why would I? I'm not buying that shit. Like you're you're losing the sale at that point. I'm already sub to Game Pass. I don't I don't know if you're getting more money out of that, but I would assume you're getting a little bit more scratch if you're selling a physical copy to me. You know, that's a PS5 version, not a fucking, you know, whatever. Unless Sony's just taking a fat ass cut out of it, which that's also a, a, a possibility, because um, I've heard recently that. They like to charge, or that big that big indie stuff came out on Twitter about how they charge indies like twenty five thousand to get on the front page of PlayStation and uh, a bunch of shit. Like they they've been kind of known to be uh, flip floppy in terms of how they conduct their business, which is um you know that's exactly why I'm like I'm trying to stay mostly unbiased. I recognize that Sony can also be shitty, so I don't know. I just I think it's crappy, but you know it is what it is. I have Game Pass too, so I'm still gonna play it. It's just. I'd like to play it on PlayStation, please. Pretty please. Can I be a greedy gamer, please? Uh, anyways, I would like to end it there. I don't know what we're covering tomorrow. I know that it is motherfucking Thursday tomorrow. And we are currently... We are currently... Let's check the plays, boys. We're at 1,043. We're already halfway to 1,100, baby. And this train ain't stopping until we get to... Hmm. Till we get to, and till we get to two thousand, and then I'm gonna end the podcast. No, I'm not. I'm not gonna end the podcast. Uh, thank you guys for listening, and I will see you guys tomorrow. Thank you guys for sticking with this rant, rantful, rant, 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 rantful episode. Because uh, talked about a lot of bullshit. Talked about Fast Nine and fucking Double Fine. Uh anyways, uh hope you guys have a great day. Enjoy your Wednesday. It's home day and I will see you tomorrow. Bye.